Hey, welcome to a Wiser Retirement Podcast. Leaving a financial legacy isn't something that happens by accident. It takes planning. We've put together a guide with seven steps to leave a financial legacy and have made it available for free on our website. This guide covers designing your legacy, estate planning, financial education, and protecting your legacy. The link to download seven steps to leave a financial legacy is listed in the episode description, or you can go to wiserinvestor.com, scroll to the bottom and find it there. Now on to today's episode. Welcome to the Wiser Retirement Podcast, where we believe the best financial advice should always be conflict-free. I'm your host, Casey Smith, and today I'm joined with Jordan Sudi of Sudi CPAs. Jordan has been a guest in this podcast uh, many times now. We had a whole quarter of Jordan, which we loved. It was a favorite quarter. <laughs> it was my favorite quarter, too. <laughs> so, welcome back, Jordan. Um, we are still doing our podcast remote. We've uh, had to shut down the wiser office. We're in our third week of uh, no air conditioning. Oh, and gosh. I pass, I'm, I'm actually down in Tallahassee uh, this week for uh, my son's uh, golf tournament. And I passed through early Sunday morning because I'd forgotten my iPad and <laughs> the thermometer inside said 87.7 degrees at 7.30 on a Sunday morning. So we, uh, we, we hope that um, we can get something fixed soon, but right now, um, we're just having a hard time finding parts and can't even find a replacement. Uh, they're hoping to find a, re- a full unit replacement uh, by the, by the fall. So unfortunately, you yeah. won't even need it, right? Yeah. So we, I wish we owned our building. We don't. Uh, it's an old historic warehouse in downtown Marietta. Unfortunately, um, a great family uh, owned it for, for, uh, I guess two generations and they sold to an Atlanta firm and uh, we're, we're having to now seek legal counsel to get the air conditioning fixed. That's how, that's how bad it is. So it's very frustrating because our job is to um, do pod, do podcast, right? No, just kidding. Our job is to <laughs> do financial planning for, for hundreds of families. And this has become a, a very big, very big distraction, but uh, thank goodness for technology. 2020 was a great year to test all this stuff out. And we all got right. back to the office and now, uh, uh, now everything, I feel like everything is just uh, melting away uh, right now, but anyway, um, welcome back, Jordan. Today's topic is we're still sticking with the legacy planning uh, theme for uh, for this quarter, and we're starting a series inside that on how to build a team. Last week we talked about choosing a financial advisor. Um, so I'm excited to have Doug Butler on uh, next week to talk about how to choose an attorney. But uh, today we're going to focus on how to choose a CPA. And I guess you know I, the question we get from a lot of people is, why do we even need a CPA? There's just TurboTax out there, and you guys probably hear that too, right? right. So why why do you choose a why do you hire a CPA? Well, especially when it comes to legacy planning and estate planning, I mean, tax in itself is complicated enough, but you add in this whole other layer of additional filings, additional forms. It's complicated for us as professionals. So I can't even imagine you know stepping back and not having the knowledge I have of it. it it's ex- exceptionally complicated. And with tax law changes, you need somebody who is on your side, staying knowledgeable about all the many changes that are happening and um, can give you good advice so that you're not getting, putting yourself at risk or in trouble for any, any reason whatsoever. Yeah. You know, 
Tax returns can be very simple for, for a lot of people and TurboTax right. is probably fine. Um, but when we're talking about legacy planning, we're talking typically about a client that has uh, fairly significant assets right. and, and there's a lot of moving parts. So your schedule D, your schedule C uh, gets a little more complicated. And so they, they would never think about why they should hire a CPA. Um, right. they, they want someone looking over their shoulder to make sure that things are filed co- correctly. And, and, and honestly, that's partially of leaving a good legacy. We, we, uh, uh, we've talked already about leaving a legacy even outside finances, but you know, inside finances, as far as legacy goes, is leaving everything buttoned up, right? Right, yeah. And I love that you talked about having a team, a competent team, because I think that's our favorite way to work is in conjunction with an attorney, with a financial advisor. Because, I mean, we only have one side of the of the frame here. You know, you guys oftentimes have the full picture, um, but we come in with our tax two cents and um, it's great to have a full team in place. That way, everything is safeguarded. You're making correct decisions with all the stakeholders in mind. It's great. Yeah, and that's part of what we talked about last week in the podcast was, you know, a financial planner, a good financial planner that's not selling product um, is there to really be the quarterback. And mm-hmm. I don't always have all the tax answers. I understand capital gains tax really well. I understand uh, 1031 exchanges with real estate when to recommend those. I understand, um, you know, tax loss harvesting and all the things related to, to that side of planning. But sometimes things get more complicated and we need an answer. And so that's why having a CPA uh, and, and you and your team being able to lean on and the clients that use both, it makes it even easier because you, you already know their situation. I already know the situation. And a lot of times we converse back and forth about what to do and the client doesn't even know it. You know, the clients, right. <laughs> the clients just right. uh, home sleeping soundly, hopefully resting and uh, we're, right. we're working hard for them. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, CPAs, I think they're a lot of times people think, Oh, my CPA saved me so much money on my taxes. And that, oh, it just, I hate it when people say that to me, it sounds very ignorant right. <laughs> because, you know, you know, you can have CPAs miss something, I guess, but ideally it's a square peg into a square hole. I don't think there's anything called creative accounting. Right. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yes, everyone wants to save on tax, but I think like you got to do it correctly. You know, you've got to do your taxes correctly. You've got to meet all these filings. You've got to make sure you're reporting everything properly and where it needs to be. You know, and I think of one thing that people may not know, and I actually was working on it today for a client. We had a client who passed away in 2021 and there's a, it, it's very particular about where income goes based on date of death, whether it's on their last individual tax return or whether it's on a fiduciary income tax return. You know, those are things that the normal taxpayer, the average taxpayer probably has no idea about. And so um, it's important that you're reporting things correctly and in the correct place so that you aren't putting yourself at risk for any kind of um, red flags from any agencies. I could think of some situations um, where a CPA could have been used and, and it wasn't, and it was ended up being a very poor legacy. We, we, I've known of people who uh, husbands passed away and they didn't file tax returns for 10 years. Um, we have another situation where a uh, husband passed away and he filed returns, but he just never paid the bills. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And and the, the, that's not a good legacy to leave behind. You really need to have had had that cleaned up, and and maybe a CPA could have held them accountable, or maybe a CPA could have told the spouse, "Hey, you guys need to 
pay these bills. You know, right. there's a lot of things that that could have gone differently there. Um, but for those who aren't, uh, you know, knowingly not not filing returns and not paying not paying anything, um, you know, a lot of times people think about just themselves uh, when it comes to finances and whatever's left over the kids can have. But in legacy planning, you think about the entire picture. You think about how do I educate the next generation about money? How do I pass on my wealth to the next generation? And how do I keep it going down the line? And one of the things that we've talked about is um, uh, having a family covenant about learning about um, learning about debt and good debt, bad, bad debt. And, 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 and this, as a family, this is our mission, right? So what's interesting to me is in the financial advisor realm, there's so many people that sell product. So they sell uh, a lot of, a lot of people sell annuities. I'm not a big fan of annuities, but when you think about when you, when you are buying an annuity, you're buying it because, Oh, you're guaranteed never to lose money. You're also never guaranteed to make a whole lot of money, but never really talks about that. (laughs) But, but the money that you do make over time, they say, well, that's tax deferred, deferred. You don't have to pay that. But when you pass away, all that tax burden then falls into the next generation. And we see that time and time again. Oh, well, I thought you said there were, really was no inheritance tax for my family. Well, there, there, there is not, but there's still income tax on this annuity that they purchased. And it's right. a horrible way to pass down assets. Horrible right. way. Right. Because, I mean, now you're dealing with a probably an entirely new tax bracket that it never would have been in in the first place. You know, you're just all this cash due at once. Um, it's not a good answer. I, I completely agree. So when you think about picking a CPA, uh-huh. I mean, now we, we've talked about this before. Um, people can listen back to episode uh, 71, uh, how to find the right CPA for you. We, that was a great episode of, of doing that, but uh, of the, doing that action. Episode 70, actually, uh, 10 important things to know about taxes. We talk about that as well. But um, what, what do you think is a red flag if you if you're going to interview a CPA, what's a red flag? Oh gosh. Um, when you're going to interview a CPA, um, maybe if they're, they're not thinking about the full picture, the full planning, they're just trying to get you to you know, do the forms and that's it. I mean, that's not your guy, you know, or your girl. Um, you want somebody <laughs> who's trying to get to know you, get to know your full financial position, get to know your goals, get to know your family, um, your financial advisor, if you have one, your attorney, and really understanding the full picture so that they're able to recommend good sound tax advice based on um, your legacy, your goals, your cash flow needs, and all of those kind of summed together. So when you go to a, a CPA or a tax professional and, and they're not thinking about those things, I would personally, that would be my big red flag. Yeah. I think there's a lot of tax mills out there. So they prepare returns yeah. to get their, their few hundred dollars to prepare it and move on to the next person. Yep. And you don't uh, hear from them. Yeah. You, you just, every April you're chatting and that's it. You need somebody who's there for you year round that can support you, your questions, um, your meetings that come up. Yeah. You need a, and, and, and someone who understands your industry. So we have a lot of business owners that listen to our podcast and you, you gotta have a CPA that understands the, the type of business that you're in. And some businesses are interchangeable. If you're selling widgets, you're selling widgets, right? Right. But you know, I have uh, ran into someone who needs a new CPA uh, because they feel like they're missing out on farm credits, but that's not your guys' specialty. <laughs> so <laughs> you wouldn't take them on because yeah. you know, we don't do anything with farms. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure there's someone who, I mean, we're in Metro Atlanta. You're probably not going to yeah, find the greatest no, farm CPAs. We're going to have to go down to South Georgia somewhere, yeah, exactly. middle Alabama, exactly. uh, and help find this person the, the right fit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's understanding what's happening, you know, before the tax laws changed in 2017, um, airline pilots, right. I felt like that they needed to find a certain CPA because they had a lot of credits they could claim based on what they do for a living. Uh, now, now those credits have mostly gone away. You just follow the return as normal, but it, um, yeah. So it's just understanding what, what it is that you, you do and making sure that your CPA lines up with that. Um, you guys, you guys do some really complicated returns, but at the same time, you also do a lot of simple returns because at least for our clients, um, you know, your complicated part of your life is probably coming to an end. You're liquidating the business or you're passing it on or, right. you, you know, you, you, things are getting simpler. Thank goodness. Right. Um, but it's still important to have someone dot the I and cross the T. Um, right. What do you think the, um, what, what do you think that, average person is missing by not using a CPA? Um, I mean, is, is, there, is there certain liability with online? Because they, they, they offer guarantees and such if you get right, audited. Right. Um, I mean, we have a lot of clients who they previously were doing their taxes themselves and they feel like things have just become a little too complicated. And so now they're turning it over to a team, a CPA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are just really missing like that planning piece, the, the piece to um, really make sure they're staying on top of deductions, credits, um, planning ideas, because TurboTax isn't giving you that. Yeah, there's somebody you can chat to if you have a question on how to input, you know, mm-hmm. something. Um, but we have you know, clients recently who have all these new rental properties and they're like, yeah, I could do this through TurboTax, but I want to talk to mm-hmm. you guys about it so we can plan. And so um, I think you're just missing having that person, a personal person who has experience with likely who has experience with clients like yourself um, to give you good sound advice and, and help plan for the future. And also make sure you're doing things correctly. We don't see mistakes all the time, but I, we do sometimes see mistakes coming from you know, previous online yeah. preparers. So um, you want somebody who's going to back you and, and do a good job. Well, you're, you're only as good as the computer can check you there. Right. And the computer doesn't know your situation. Um, right. I think the biggest advantage that I see our clients with, with your firm is when they're trying to make decisions. So, you know, we're in a situation, let's say with a client who has multiple properties and they want to move from one property to another property. And so one property is a rental, one property is not a rental. So it's going to, you know, no property is going to stop being a rental and the old property is going to be a rental. And you have all these decisions and to understand what happens with all that before yeah. you actually do it and go, Oh, that's what happened when I, when right. I made this change or right. somebody, you know, we've had, we've had a lot of prospects come through our office recently who just outright liquidated investment properties The market's really high. And it's like, why would you do that? Because right. you could have liquidated it. And if you had planned properly, you could have done a 1031 exchange and right. you could have bought something else. Right. Yeah. Completely. And, and you, would, we- you could have passed that all that tax on to the next, to the next property and keep deferring it. And keep you, deferring, yep. again, going back to our legacy planning theme, there, you know, that's just tax has been eaten up that may not have ever had to be eaten up. It could right. have just right. passed through generation after generation and never, never had to be paid. Right. Right. Completely agree. Yeah. I mean, we had a client a week ago who, 
email that's, hey, I'm thinking about selling my rental property. Can you help me calculate the capital gains? You know, that's easy enough. I can do that. A calculator can do that. TurboTax yeah. can do that. But then we're saying, wait, before you do that, are you wanting out of the rental game? And she said, well, no. Like, well, okay, we've got some things we can we can put into play here before you make the decision to sell. So yeah, yeah that's absolutely a piece that's important for um, right now in your life and also when you're planning your legacy, deferring the tax and uh, yeah. making a plan for the future. Understanding um, when you're liquidating a business, that's another angle that I see for CPAs in the planning stage. You got to remember, planning happens before the return gets filed. The return right. gets filed. That's that's a machine can do that. Machine can file a return. It's right. the planning is where the value is, right. uh, the value add. The same way for investing, quite honestly, I think uh, robots can do investments now. They have, we even have a robo-advisor flight path um, built off the Betterment platform. It just does it, does it sing, works good, almost keeps up with our portfolios. But the reality is that um, it's the planning that has the value. Right. And, and so that's what people are really paying for. And, right. and, and that you don't do that in April. You don't do tax planning in April. In April, right. February, March, and April, you do your filing. But yep. in September of the year prior, you can do your planning. Absolutely. Completely agreed. Yep. <laughs> and the more you work with your CPA, I mean, the better they get to know you, the better they get to know your goals and um, the better planning you can do to really safeguard yourself. Yeah. You know, and another, yeah, you know, I want to touch on this when you're looking for a CPA. I mean, I know that people come into our office all the time and I know you, your guys as well. And they found their financial advisor, they found their CPA, but they need the rest of the team. And mm -hmm. so I, I mean, I highly encourage your clients, you know, that have found their financial advisor, ask about competent attorneys and ask about competent CPAs, because I feel like that's where you get the best advice and the best referrals um, mm -hmm. to really form a cohesive team that, that works well together. Yep, absolutely. We, we, you, you guys are the only CPA group that we work with, um, but we do have multiple uh, attorneys because each family needs something a little different. Sometimes right. there's your basic wills, uh, and then other times it's family owner partnerships, which is a whole different ballgame. Or right. it's, you know, selling your business. Um, that's a that's a different attorney. So you, you have to assemble, you have to assemble the right team for where you are now. So if you have a business and it makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, this might be, you know, there might be a good team for you. Your current team might be, be working just fine. But when you pass to a billion dollars in sales, that's a whole different ballgame, right? right? And so your yeah. team has to evolve based on how your family's family's involving and in, and in, in your in your business. So that's important right. as well. And I think to touch on that as well, I mean, we don't have hardly any clients who have taxable estates right now because of True. the high the high limits. But yeah. it's easier to get something out of your estate at the beginning than once it's already in there. You know, so when your business is making a hundred k. Um, but you see it going to the moon and making a billion, you got to get it out when it's hundred K as opposed to at a billion, it's a little too late. So that's where um, building mm -hmm. that competent team and making sure that you're thinking about that ahead of time can save you big time in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jordan, thank you for your time today and coming back on yeah. and talking to us. And, and thank you for being a part of our team uh, for ourselves, myself and our, uh, our clients as well. Always good, always good talking to you. Yeah, always a pleasure. Thanks, Casey. Thanks for listening to a Wiser Retirement Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening. That way you don't miss any new episodes. We would also appreciate if you could leave a rating and review. If you have any questions about anything that was discussed today, head to wiserinvestor.com and reach out. 
We would love to hear from you. This episode was produced and edited by Lilton Moore. This podcast is strictly for informational purposes only and is not to be considered as investment advice or solicitation to buy or sell any financial products, securities, digital assets, or any other investment vehicles or a basis to make any financial decisions. Wiser Wealth Management Incorporated is a registered investment advisor with the SEC. The host and or guest may personally own securities, digital assets, or other investment vehicles mentioned on this podcast. Neither the host nor guest of the show are compensated for their participation and no referral fees are paid to or received by any host or guest for clients, listeners, or similar interests. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor, tax professional, insurance professional, and or legal professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.